Hey guys, it's Ben Bradley, Peyton Moore, Hadley Chapman, Sydney Newton, Elise Madden, and welcome back to the Harbinger Podcast. Today, we're going to be diving into Taylor Swift's new re-recorded album, Red Taylor's Version. <laughs> Specifically, we'll be talking about her new song, the 10-minute version of All Too Well. And every single Easter egg she has left us. Okay, let's get started. So, where were all of you guys when you first heard it, and did you wait... Or did you listen to the leaked version, or like, I did you actually, wait till 12? I listened to the leaked version, because yeah. Campbell sent it into our, like, Harbinger group chat, and then I was like, oh my gosh, I need to listen to this. But the first time that I heard it was kind of weird, because the first time that I heard it was on the, like, leaked, and I didn't like it as much over a voice memo, but then when I listened to it on Spotify, it, like, sounded a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Me, Elise, and Hadley were in Philly, and Campbell sent it, and Hadley was freaking out trying to listen to it, but I wasn't letting her. <laughs> I took away her phone and then I called Elise and then we found each other and we all listened to it together and it was really I didn't like it on the voice memo either. I, I mean I thought it was good but like it was better when I heard it on Spotify and the whole time we were like rewinding and listening to the new parts that <laughs> yeah. were like I think I was just so overwhelmed by the whole thing my eyes kind of started tearing up a little bit because <laughs> I was like oh my god this is like my idol and I'm hearing this and oh my god even though it was earlier I don't know people were like you're not a true fan if you didn't wait for the real version to come out I'm like no I mean I could not wait I had to I had to listen to that like the second that we got the leak and also like she was on Jimmy Fallon and yeah and we were yeah she was explaining like she's like oh my god I left all these easter eggs all these things and it all just started making sense and she mm-hmm. said specifically like we'll talk about this later but she was like it's so cool how my fans are so into it that i can like hint at things years in advance yeah which gave us a lot of clues on the actual video and it was basically just a shout out to us yeah <laughs> so i mean like really cool. <laughs> <laughs> um for me i was in hawaii which is like a seven <laughs> hour time difference and they were texting about it in the harbinger group chat and i was at a dinner on this on the boat kind of and it was like 6 p.m <laughs> and then um i remember i went outside and my dad was like what are you doing because i was gone for 10 minutes and i was like oh i was listening to a new song but i would agree that when i listened to it on the voice memo it was good but when i listened to it like on spotify it was a lot better like yeah, i could really like analyze I, it and like take in the lyrics which i didn't really get i also think that on the voice memo it was like i don't know how many people can relate to this because not that many people got the leaked version but it was like like, the lyrics were overcast by the, like, beat in the background, yeah, and I could really hear her singing, I was like, why is it so, like, mumbled? Yeah, it wasn't as, like, yeah. well It sounded so much better on Spotify. Okay, sure. we also have to talk about where we were when we saw the video, because... Oh, oh, my goodness. I know, so we were walking, me and Elise and Hadley were in Philly, and we were walking to a ping-pong club type of thing <laughs> that Tate set up for us, and... We were literally watching the video while walking and, like, freaking out. And we had timers on almost every single person's phone. And it was pretty funny. Like, the countdown live stream, like, everybody's phones were like, 10, 9. (laughs) And I kept screaming on accident. Everyone was screaming. There were, like, it was, what, like, 20 to 30 of us? Yeah. Yeah. Probably almost every person was next to another person watching the phone. And people would walk by us on the streets, and they were, like, making comments about it and, like, I'm honestly surprised none of us got, like, hit by a car or something. We were not paying attention to oh my gosh. <laughs> I was just in my bedroom. I was not <laughs> in my bedroom. <laughs> oh, no, we were in the streets of Philly looking at Running Taylor around, Swift. Screaming. <laughs> Freaking out. Yeah. How long have you all been fans of Taylor Swift? I was forced into it by my sister because she was the biggest fan. And then we went to, we've been to every concert she's been to in KC. But, yeah. Um, I personally have kind of been a Swifty since birth. Um, my first <laughs> CD that I ever got was her debut, C- debut CD, which came out the year I was born. 
And then um, I, the first concert of hers I went to was indeed Fearless, and I've been to Fearless, Speak Now, Red, 1989, and Reputation. Slight flex. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been a lifelong journey, so. Yeah. I My first concert was Taylor Swift, and I was nine, I think. But I think when she released Speak Now was when I started to become a fan, because that's still my favorite album. Um, but I think as I've gotten older, I've started liking her more, because I started paying attention to, like, the lyrics and the easter eggs whereas mm-hmm. when I was younger I just liked the beats yeah I'm kind of the same way I wasn't like a diehard fan when I was younger honestly like I really didn't get super I feel like when I got really really into it was more when her newer stuff came out like when like folklore or folk, folklore folklore and evermore Ever, and evermore came out <clears throat> I like was obsessed with those two albums and so I listened to those like non-stop and I think it kind of brought like I listened to all her old music but I think after listening to those, it brought me back to listening to more of her old stuff. So I don't think I was, I have like been a fan of hers, but never like been super into her music until kind of more recently. Honestly. Yeah. When I was younger, my dad got me an iPod and he only downloaded like 20 songs. And I think one of them was like the Jonas Brothers. And then the other one was like Fearless, <laughs> like just like the album. And then, so I listened to that for a while. And then I'm going to be honest, like, I was kind of a fake fan for a while. Like, my favorite songs were probably, like, I Knew You Were Trouble and stuff. <laughs> Just, like, the basic stuff. But then, like, going, I think when she released Reputation was when I was like, oh, this is, like, kind of good. And then Folklore, like Elisa, was, like, my one of my favorite albums that she's ever released. So I started listening to, like, all of her background music. And now Red's, like, my favorite album, so I'm like, so excited that... She re-recorded it next after Fearless, and that it's, like, here, and we get to, like, live with it. When I'm, like, really bad at, like, understanding and listening to music, or even, like, remembering lyrics. And I know for so long, my favorite song, if anyone would ask me, like, what's your favorite song? The only thing I could know to say was Love Story, because it's the only ones I could remember the lyrics to. And so it became, like, a personality trait, not in, like, a great way, but, like, it was so fun. But I think it was always because also, like, she's kind of that big sister, like, a good example of a good celebrity for everyone. And I think a lot of people can, like, relate to everyone's so obsessed with her because they want to be her, and they want to be, like, that mm-hmm. pop star who's from, like, this little town, you know? just want to be, like, best friends with her. And yes. I feel like she knows she's her so audience awesome. so well. Yeah, and also, like, so well. She's very relatable. Like, I think every, obviously, all of her songs are related to his personal life, but I think all of them have a message that kind of a lot of girls and guys can resonate with. Yeah. And she doesn't really have, like, fans fans. She has, like, or she does, but she has, like, fans that she, like, actually, like, makes an effort to, like, yeah. look on their social media, invite them to secret concerts and mm-hmm. stuff like that. <sighs> she but I don't feel like many other celebrities do. I feel like she cares about her fans, which I feel like not all Yeah. And, like, with now recently the Easter eggs and stuff, she realized, she said in her Jimmy Fallon thing, she was like, I've always loved, like, hinting and playing those games, but now I realize that my fans love it even more than I do. So, like... I've stepped it up a level, and we certainly think. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of the reason why I started liking her, because when I was younger, I never really had, like, it just, everything flew over my head. But now it's, like, like one of my favorite things to do is, like, mysteries and stuff, just, like, read yeah. books like that or whatever. So it's kind of like a combination of, like, music and, like, solving mysteries and stuff. Um, but, yeah, she, like you said, she cares about us, and now, like, we care about her. <laughs> um, now can we dive into the lyrics of the 10-minute version of All Too Well? Of course. <laughs> so um, I think first, kind of, the same theme of the scarf at the sister's house was kind of still the main center of the song, so that didn't change. But I think the difference is now we get a lot more of the story of not just the scarf, but also kind of the story of their relationship and kind of what, I feel like with All Too Well, you get a lot more of the heartbreak, but with this, you get a lot more of the good moments, which I feel mm-hmm. like we didn't really see 
like just how much she cared about yeah. her. I think it also I focuses in a lot on like how he treated her and the things that like made their relationship kind of like what it was and the good and the bad of it and he goes into a, she goes into a lot of details about like like what he would say to her and what how they would act towards each other and what they would do and I feel like that's what the first version of All Too Well was missing it's because yeah. you get an example of the relationship but you didn't get the detail about the like sister or about all the things and it yeah. never the All Too Well and like all the other songs that were relating to Jake like never connected before the 10 minute version the I think the original right. was and like a really good breakup song but the 10 minute kind of went into like a whole breakup story, story. Whole and I kind of love yeah. how like we actually know it's like it's confirmed that it's about Jake basically because she talks about the three months that they dated when it says mm-hmm. three months into the grave. And yeah. And then the part where she talks about the age gap. And, like, I think this is the first part of the song that's the new, that was, like, not in the original. I think this might be the first part. But when she said something, like, when she said that they would have, um, if they were closer in age, then it would have worked out. And so that, like, the... It's not even, like, subtle hints at the fact that it's Jake. Like, it's so... Blatantly Jake. Yeah. And I also think another kind of part of the all-too-all that we're missing is obviously it kind of talks about the age gap between them, but I think the time the version really goes into, like, what the age gap did to her and how she kind of always felt younger and kind of... Um, just because he was so much older than her. And now that we're, like, d- diving deeper into lyrics with, like, more explanation, like, the scarf has kind of come to light as a very symbolic thing throughout the song. And I think a couple of us have different opinions about this, <laughs> but I personally think that the scarf represents her virginity and how he took it, because he gave everything else back, but he could never give that back. Okay, explain it, because I didn't believe the scarf thing until you thoroughly explained it, and now I'm totally on your side. You okay. go on the week. Okay, so basically, it also relates back to the video, which we'll mm-hmm. get into, but um, Sadie Sink, who was playing Taylor, wore a purity ring for half of the video, and then stopped wearing it through the other half of the video, which, like, yeah. And then also, how else did I explain that? Like, you were, like, explaining how the scarf, at first, like, it was hers, and, like, at first she was wearing it, but then, like, he never gave it back, which it happened in real life, so we were like, oh, maybe, like, he just didn't give it back, and maybe she's just using that in her song, but I think she used it as a symbol, in a way, in her yeah. song. Like, it wasn't and just it, the fact that he didn't give it back, it's the fact that he full-on took it, representing, like, her virginity. Yeah, and it reminds you of Innocence, that line. Mm-hmm. The Innocence isn't like, oh, it's her, because she was younger. It's the innocence that she had when she was first wearing it, before he took that piece of her, which was her virginity. And that's why he virginity. liked it so much. There's also yeah. a line about the innocence, if you, like, in, so in the film, the, when they were sitting at the dinner table everyone's wine glasses were empty except for Taylor's and I think that represents she also stated once that she the first like time she ever drank alcohol was when she was 21 because she knew she would get like probably get caught or get in trouble being so famous and so that's also like a hint at maybe like the different levels of power between the relationship because like he like like she was younger but he was still like giving her glasses of wine and like stuff like that just in the video that showed like maybe a difference in um like how they viewed each other kind of also the line we wrote it down it was all i felt was shame as you held my lifeless frame like because he was doing these things to her like it started like wearing off on her and i think the thing that i loved so much about the like 10 minute versions is you hear like these types of things and you hear how the relationship affected her mental health and affected all the things to come and kind of how it honestly shaped her now i think also kind of the scarf while it does, the virginity is on their side, I also think it kind of more as a whole can represent her in a sense because mm-hmm. Elise talked about how 
through the video, you see kind of not him pressuring her to do things that were more mature for his age, like giving her glasses of wine, taking her to parties, taking her to nice dinners, which she was, uh, she was a lot younger when she was dating him, and he was kind of her first older relationship. And so I think she went into the relationship very innocent because that was during her kind of fearless and red phase, which was kind of her country girl phase. Um, but I think when she was dating him, kind of her innocence was lost because she had to mature so fast since he was older. I think, I also think that, like, you're, I can totally see the virginity thing. Like, I think that's very, like, a strong argument. But I think that it's, it's like, a part of the overall theme of innocence because it mentions um, at the end of the song, she was like, you wanted me to be, like, who is the one, who is the, who's this girl you made me out to be never needing, like, wanting her not to be, this like young girl who like young girlfriends um kind of have this like reputation of being like super clingy super needy like innocent Mm. always wanting to hang around you and he kind of pushed her to like hang out with his friends not really be super involved in his life not like when they were at the dinner but good when they were at the dinner thing like he wouldn't talk to her he wouldn't he wouldn't like he wouldn't talk to her. He wouldn't like like hold her hand or anything. And he it was kind of like he was ashamed of how young she was, and he just wanted her to be older than she was. He also just didn't go to her twenty first birthday. Where's so. the part? Okay, wait. Yeah. You kept yeah. like a secret. So like all he did was like he kept her like a secret. So like he wouldn't really tell anyone about her. Like all these things. Um, I mean, yeah, they kept going up to like that house upstate, and they kept like driving up there. Yeah, like and secluded places, kind yeah. of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And which makes anyone feel bad. Any younger girl like doesn't want to be totally pushed away by your boyfriend. And I feel like that's all, kind of again, a like form of their like toxic relationship that we didn't know before. Is that like he really didn't present her as like anything like, but it was like, like he was ashamed of her. Yes. Yeah, right. And I think also kind of we, like, through the song, we learn, like, how much she cared about him. And kind of, if you think about it, he didn't even show up to, like, a public birthday party. So he wasn't even, he was scared to literally be seen in public with his girlfriend. And they never went to dinner. And she talks about how they always went to his house. And I think she basically just felt like his, um, like, she didn't even feel like his girlfriend. He, she felt like his secret. And I think there's another thing to add. Like, at the very end, like, I, I think he completely, like, gaslighted her. Throughout yeah, the whole yeah. I think that, like, 1,000%. The whole, the whole end, she says, I was there, like, I remember it. Like, she's trying to, like, almost validate these feelings that she has because he made her think that, like, she was probably, like, saying things like, oh, you dropped my hand, and he was like, no, that never happened, like, you're making that up, like, yeah. stuff like that. And so I think the way that she repeats at the very end, like, I was there so many times kind of represents how much of a struggle it was, like, coming out of that relationship also, because she was probably thinking she was in the wrong for most wow. of it. Wow. I've never seen it from that perspective, but it's kind of interesting, and I think it's kind of, like, kneeling into that part where, I mean, not that part, but, like, how the song kind of is, like, jabbing at him and bringing him back to that place so that he, she can finally get the closure that she needs knowing that he, like, knows the actual side of the story and that he was in the wrong. Oh, and, like, by the way, we literally, like, have this article or the lyrics pulled up and are looking at it, and I feel like I haven't seen half the things, like, just listening to it, but there are how many lines? One, two, like, there's over 10, like, 15 lines that literally just says, like, states a thing and says I was there. Like, she just, it's that mental thing, and you can kind of, like, see in her lyrics, which is so weird. Oh, go ahead. I think kind of kind of with the whole I was there, that just kind of goes into the overall theme of manipulation, which I think really, like, we get kind of the side of that in the song that obviously was there in the original song, but we learn kind of how deep that manipulation ran in their relationship, because a lot of it she keeps saying, just between us, do you remember it? Which is just kind of saying, like, she doesn't even feel like it mattered to him at all, but to her it was everything. And yeah. at the end, I think it should be noted, in the original, it never, like... 
at the end, she says, like, you remember it. Like, she is getting that closure. Like, instead of saying, like, I remember it all too well, at the very end, she's like, you remember it. Like, I'm not wrong. You, this happened. Which I think shows her kind of growth and maturity. In the maturity. Because in the message from Taylor Swift in the album, she's like, this red was a broken person. And so I think now reflecting on the album, she was able to look back and kind of realize her flaw in thinking. Which is also the coolest part about, like, the Taylor's version stuff is because, like, she's matured now, obviously. It's been, like, ten, how many years? And now she's in, like, a really happy, healthy relationship. And now she looks back at it, and there's all these other Vault songs and all the All Too Well songs, but she's like, these are my feelings, these are my thoughts, and she is here, like, confirming that she is right and that she is, like, valid. So she puts these out, and that kind of is what, like, red is to us. The videos that she's been putting out has really like helped link that most of the songs in her album are about oh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. yeah. Um, we'll do that when we talk about the video. Okay. Well, those are I think we're ready for the video. And yeah. so we've kind of covered the song. Now we're going to go into the video. The Which, short film. In the short, short film, film for All Too Well. Posted obviously after we all listened to the, the song. song. Yeah. So this was kind of after we listened to the song, this was the next part of um, the release of this album. Um, yeah, okay, so one of the, like, there were a bunch of things. I, I actually, when I was watching the short film, I took notes on it. Because no, literally at 2 a.m. <laughs> she had a little tiny notepad. We were in the hotel room at Philadelphia, and she had the tiniest notepad. <laughs> I turned off the light, and she didn't say anything because we were all trying to go to bed. And she was using her phone light to try to see her notepad and wrote down, I think, like, three pages. It was, it was so much. Was it was literally at, like, 2 in the morning. It was, I she was stayed so until 2 a.m. Because there was so much. There's yeah. so much to process in the video. There's, like, so many things that... First of all, it literally confirms that it's about Jake. Like, she practically pictures him from, like, the fact that it's the it's a dude with a scruffy beard and beanie. Like, that's how all of their pictures are of, together, that are, like, released by press and stuff. That's how he looked in every single picture. It's also just, like, all the parallels, because there's paparazzi photos of them fighting in a car together. And then that one they, scene where yeah. Taylor... I didn't even know that. Yeah, where That's Taylor, so cool. where Sadie and Dylan are in the car together. Who, if you didn't know, Sadie Sink and Dylan O'Brien are the people that are playing Taylor and Jake in the video. We'll refer to them as him and her. Yeah. Because that's how she does in her credits. And I think um, a big part of the video is um, how they can talk more about this, but just the age of them. Oh, yeah. And in the video, kind of Sadie's wine glass, it just kind of really confirms Jake because her wine glass is the only one that's full because Taylor's not 21 but everyone else is well. Also Taylor does everything to a T so with the age like the age gap she almost did perfectly because she was 20 and Jake was 30. Um, she was 19. Yeah. No. No she was she was 20 yeah. but he was 30. No. 29. 29. She was she was she was 20 he was 29 because they were nine years old. When they were dating and I think Sadie's 19 and Dylan's 31. So it's pretty similar. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so one of the, like, huge connections that I made when I was listening, just, like, the whole album's been on repeat for, like, the past week, but I was listening to The Moment I Knew, and there were so many things that connected to the short film. Like, to start at the beginning, the first lyrics are, like, you should have been there, which is clearly referring to her 21st birthday, and it's, like, you should have burst through the door, I've got my eye on the door waiting for you to walk in. And in the um, in the ten minute version of All Too Well, she's like he wa- her dad watched her watch the front door, willing him to come, and um, that's just like her waiting for him to come. And she referenced that in both songs. And then there's the party scene in the um, in the short film where she's standing 
in like this big crowd of people but she's like by herself and she's in this black long dress with bright red lipstick and in the um, moment I knew she says standing in a party dress in red lipstick looking around the room which is literally the exact scene so I think that she used the short film to portray more than just all too well which I thought was really cool and then another lyric is she said your friends always seem to know when something's really wrong so they follow me down the hall which is like at the party she refers to like she refers to crying in a bathroom and it was like rumored i don't i don't know what I think it was rumored it was to be on. jennifer aniston it, it, it was rumored to be jen I, I was just trying to figure out like what she said it on because someone was like someone said it like some celebrity was like oh it was jen um but people think that jennifer aniston was jake's friend who went to go check on her in the bathroom and she cried to her about their relationship and in um the moment i knew she says they're in the bathroom i try not to fall apart he said he'd be here which is like this is crazy i never related these <laughs> two like so and then the lyrics in the 10 minute version are crying in a party bathroom some actress asking me what happened you that's what happened to you and the actress part just confirms i think that it was jen because she's an actress and they were friends so and then the last thing that i saw was um her towards the end of the song she says and they're all standing around me singing happy birthday to you but there was one thing missing which is just like a straight shot of he wasn't at her 21st birthday party and i think that her 21st was like 20 within 20 days of when they broke up so i think that when she says and that was the moment I, moment i knew it was like that was when she knew it was over because he yeah. didn't show up wait and was that after they broke up was her 24 no Oh, before. so she like before. knew, but they broke up in like the new year. Was like a toxic. Oh my god, okay. I didn't know that. And her birthday's the thirteenth, and they broke up like towards the end of December. Okay. Oh my god. And so it also just like the song kind of like relates to the idea that the album's mostly about Jake because also when you're listening to the song and you hear, um, like I don't, it's just like tw- turning twenty one. It's supposed to be fun turning twenty one. I think that's why she wrote twenty two. Was kind of to be like an F U Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh my god, yes! Yeah, to be like an F U Jake Gyllenhaal. I'm having a great time on my 22nd birthday while you're having a fine time on your 21st. Whenever she said the, um, in her Jimmy Fallon interview, and she said that we would like find Easter eggs from years past, and literally in the All Too Well video, it was like 13 years later. Mm-hmm. Will you like explain the math with that? It was oh, like, oh yeah. Okay, so we're gonna dive into the book theory because. It, at the end of the short film, it flashes forward, and it's Taylor, and she's at a book debut. And the book is called All Too Well. There's, on the poster, it says debut All Too Well, so people were like, oh, maybe that means debut's coming next, but I don't, I don't think that has anything to do with it. But um, she basically, it says 13 years later, and her and Jake broke up 2011, to, to late 2010, maybe 2011 but it's almost positive that it's 2010 like right before new year's so 13 years later would be 2023 so i think personally that we are going to be getting a book on in the year of 2023 probably towards late 2023 yes but that's what she said in the jimmy fallon interview she's like i'm so excited that now since my fans are so into it i can start hinting things like a year or two in advance yeah she also, like literally makes sense. another thing that she said in jimmy fallon was i'm excited to take my fans down the rabbit hole yeah which relates to alice in wonderland which the book cover of the all too well and the book cover of alice in wonderland are very similar to one another and are we going to start talking about i have one more thing to add about this okay so if you guys know the giving tree the book 
that looks a lot like the cover of the book from the movie True. or from the film. And the book is about like a selfish boy who's taking so many things and not giving back to this tree. And all oh that's left gosh. of the tree is a stump. So it's like at the end of the book, this boy took so many things from this tree and didn't ever give back. And so people think that that could relate to that also because that relates to their relationship. Like he was taking so many things from her and Whoa. not really giving back to their relationship, like not showing up to her birthday, not being there for her when she like needed him. And so that can relate to that book. But also. what about right. the Alice well, in Wonderland thing? Because well, she did to the rabbit hole thing and like the outfit of... I want to go back that. to Giving Tree for a sec. Yeah. Um, and then like just a detail of the Giving Tree cover is that there's a red apple falling from it and there's a red scarf coming from the from the tree that's on the <gasps> other book cover. No way. So So it's just kind of another, like, kind of relating back. Huh? Oh, and then, but, like, I don't understand, because uh, that makes so much more sense now, but then why is the Alice in Wonderland thing even a thing? Because she did say that, like, um, the I want my fans to go down a rabbit hole. That's just so obvious. I it's think, really obvious I think, I think because the um, kind of the giving tree is about her kind of all he took away from her, and then the Alice in Wonderland could be like who she's going to now. No, that I think to both. Honestly. Yeah, no, I think that giving tree was kind of the reference to the book and like what it'll be about. But I think Alice in Wonderland was strictly just a reference to 1989. To yeah, or like. The re-recording in her song, The Wonderland, in that album. Well, the other thing, so, like, a topic is, like, is Speak Now coming next, or is um, 1989? And another thing that I saw someone post about on TikTok, the car model in the beginning of All Too Well is a model from 1989, which is another tiny thing that she threw in there. Right, but, like... Is that a diversion? Well, that's the thing. It literally could be, like... What I was going to say about 1989, I mean, what I was going to say about the book is, like, I think it was strictly, like, hinting towards Wonderland, which is her song in the album, and... She released another music video, which is called I Bet You Think About Me. Let's get into that. And so now we're kind of going to go to the last music video she released, which kind of ties everything together, which is I Bet You Think About Me. Okay, she right. She like, lively, too, so it was yeah. insanely good. Was okay, good. right. So also during in that video, she was giving hints towards um, all uh, 1989 album because she pulled a rabbit out of a hat, which relates back to Wonderland, but it, and it's also just hinting towards that album. And she also was drinking at a kid's table. She was drinking, um... Tea. Tea party. It was like a little no, tea party. No, she was drinking apple juice. Yes. With a big apple on it. And I think that could relate to Welcome to New York, which is the first song in her 1989 album. And yeah. then I think kind of another part about I Bet You Think About Me is the end of it, which we all kind of have different opinions on, when everything turns from white to red. And so... Yeah, I think that is mostly just a reference to the album Red, obviously, but I think, like... What else did we notice? There were a lot of things in the video, I feel like, well, that were, like, Also, hints. we can talk about how it relates back to her normal album, because in the, her song Begin Again, which is the song in red, she talks... There's a line that's, um, you never liked me to wear high heels, but I still did. Because she was taller. Because she was taller, and... <laughs> Queen Vaughn! If, if you look at it, Miles Teller, who's the actor who played, supposedly, Jake in the music video, um is taller than her yet she didn't wear high heels when she was wearing a wedding dress to symbolize that and still looked taller than him to symbolize that she was taller than jay so i think, I think also like another him. thing that we could um talk about is like the marriage aspect of it which is i think something that we got kind of through the song in the album yes about how they Keep always how they were basically going to get married. And so obviously they talked about I Bet You Think About Me, but another song that really talks about it is Champagne Problems from our album Evermore, which there's a lot of things there that 
it kind of yeah. connected the whole story for us. Which is literally yeah. the coolest part because it started connecting to all these different albums and all these different yeah. songs, and it all just started like making sense. And it feels like you know, in like all those shows, and they had like the middle thing. And there's so and many branches. Yes. It like now finally so, connects. I was after listening to. Um, I bet you think about me. I was just in the car, like, shuffling Taylor Swift songs. And Champagne Problems is, like, one of my favorite ones, and I was listening to it. I started, like, listening to the lyrics, and I always kind of, like, knew what it was about, but I never really connected that to Jake Gyllenhaal and, like, possibly them, like, thinking about being married and stuff. And I didn't even notice until... So she says, I dropped your hand while dancing. And then in All Too Wells, she says, you dropped my hand while dancing. And then she also says... Literally self, like, growth. Yeah. Your mom's ring in your pocket. And then you told your family for a reason. And then your sister slashed out on the bottle, like... Which is tying the sister back in. Yeah. Because the, the sister, sister is such a such constant a, theme. I don't yes. understand that. Can you, and I you think, think I think personally that she lost her virginity at Maggie Gyllenhaal, which is Jake's sister's house. Because it okay. says, my scarves still wear... Still at your sister's house. And she gave that scarf to her in the, I bet you think, like she handed her the scarf. I also think another part could be like, I think because this says, it says your sister splashed out on the bottle, so I think it could have something to do with the fact that the sister never really approved of their relationship. And so she kind of sabotaged it in a way, which is why like, it's kind of like, she along with Jake kind of hurt their relationship. And then another like big line was like, she would have made such a lovely bride, what a, we won't say that part, but, um, so it shows, like, I think they, his, so she talks a lot about his, like, upper-class family and stuff and how she almost doesn't quite fit into that role. And so I think that could have had to do with that sister, with his sister again. And then just, like, the part where it's, like, she would would have been such a lovely bride, but they just didn't, like, it didn't work out for Because it was rumored back in the day that Taylor found a ring that Jake was supposedly going to propose to her with, and that's why it was, like, yeah. ring in your your mom's ring in your pocket it's yeah. also like well it's basically almost confirmed that something was going to happen with like a wedding yeah and then it all ended and i think this is kind of a little thing but the name of the song champagne problems the fact it says champagne i think that has something to do with like Ooh. the whole not her not being 21 and like not being able to hear a drink because it was like problems with the age difference so it was like champagne or the, the part yeah. was just like their sister is breaking the bottle or whatever yeah. like that like Slash that's that on the bottle, bottle of yeah. champagne yeah and in i bet you think about me like she's like drinking or like there's a lot of drinking throughout the whole video kind of I don't know. I feel but like But she was so at the kids ways. table. Yeah. Yeah. Taylor was kind of shows. Yeah. I don't know. But then there's still like a part of it where she like chugs a glass of champagne and then falls off the stage. Yeah. And then another part that I wanted to connect back to was when you're talking about in champagne problems when she's like what a shame she's like messed up in the head not those words but like <laughs> still at the end of um uh, I bet you think about me she's like oh sh- she's insane she wrote a song about me. Yes. So it kind of like ties in there where he could have easily portrayed her as like insane to his family because she wrote this song about him that's like that it was so deep about the relationship and kind of just like public publicized publicized her entire relationship to anyone that's a fan of her which is a lot of people so i don't know that that could have tied into that lyric and then overall i think that everything turning red in that video was a huge like symbol it's hard to tell exactly what it was about but I think that it was kind of like her her love for him was always going to be like in the back of his mind and she was always going to think about it and um when she says like you realize now that the love that you're looking for is the love that you had towards the end when she like is dancing with him and pretending like they're getting married and then she walks away and her dress turns red and she like turns around and looks at him and then goes back 
it's kind of just like leaving a mark on him because when it flashes back to the end of the video when he's like looking in the mirror and it's like it never happened and then he finds like the red in his pocket it's like she's always going to be lingering and it's never going to go away and at the end of the actual all too well um thing no all the not the video but the song yeah it was saying like something how like all his lovers say her age i'll get older but your lovers stay my age i think also kind of it ties back i think a huge of the the biggest difference between her new album and her old one is kind of you see her maturity because how they talked about how the red kind of shows her impact on him which i think kind of shows a difference because when she first created red she was basically saying you hurt me like i'll never be the same but now she's saying like I was good to you in the relationship, like, you'll never get someone as good as me, and, like, I know you yeah. still think about me, rather than, like, when it first came out, she was like, I think about you, you don't think about me. I wish she would come out with something that's, like, this, like, because there's so many theories about the red thing, and there's so many things that it could be, and, like, all these things are connecting, yeah. but no one really it would be knows so what the cool red if under- she just, like, released a book I think that's going to have a lot to do with her book. I think, I think gonna, like, talk, it's going to pretty much be a life story, and I think she's really going to, like, Can we talk about how genius about she is, too? Like, how in the world? She is brilliant yeah i think one of the last things we should talk about is the cake in the video because the cake was five tiers the first tier was um symbolizing um taylor swift which is her first album the second tier was symbolizing fearless the third tier was symbolizing speak now the fourth tier was symbolizing red and then the fifth tier was symbolizing 1989 so and she took a big scoop out of Fearless, which means that she like has claim on that record now because that's wow. like her own like re-recording and she actually has that done. So now she can also cross out Fearless and Red. But which album? And this is the last thing we're going to talk about. It's just a vote on which album we think is going to come next: Speak Now or 1989. Let's all go like in a circle. Okay. Say which one and then why you yeah. like that. Um, I say Speak Now because there's so many things. Don't remember what they were, but Hadley's explaining them to me how it is going to be sneak speak now. And also, she hasn't gone off the book of like going in order yet. So why would she? I don't understand why 1999 would even be like talked about going next. I think it is going to be speak now. Like it's just like she's going in order to get all her records back. Like that not, feels like that would be a step backward. Not to like hang no on your idea, but she did go out of order. Speak now, speak now's before red, but yeah. it doesn't really matter. But why? Because fearless, but then she skipped speak now to go to red, so she's not going in order, so she could go back. And she also never did. Then why? Taylor Swift. Wait, yeah, I noticed that. Wait, why isn't she? I think because I think for her, her going in order is too predictable, yeah. and she likes being unpredictable. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I think that speak now is going to come out too because of a lot of reasons. One of the first things that I ever noticed was um, on her website before she released the red album um the price for her vinyl of it was 10 no 20 20 dollars and 10 cents and the price was in purple and speak now came out in 2010 oh my god so i think that You're that's so kind of a how did you go how did you figure this out <laughs> and, then I, and then also in the all too well video this is like a part that I, I don't think a lot of people have noticed because it's kind of hard to tell but there's this scene when she's like laying against her dresser and you can see on the shelf, there's the Wonderstruck perfume, which is the perfume that she released during her Speak Now era. And I don't know. There, there's so many times <laughs> pointing to Speak Now, so I think Speak Now. I think Speak Now as well, because I think the biggest thing that stuck out to me is obviously, like, 1989 has little kind of references, like the car and the Alice in Wonderland. But for me, Speak Now had a bigger reference, which was in the video. You see her in the red 
the Long Red Dress, which is really similar to the Speak Now album. And so for me, that was like the biggest Easter egg. And so I think she wanted to do like the biggest Easter egg to Speak Now if she was going to release 1989. So I think I think it's Speak Now. I think she's going to re-record 1989 next because she's already. we've already talked about a lot, a lot of the Easter eggs, but also a lot of people know this, but 1989 is mainly about Harry Styles. And if you look on his Instagram recently, he's been dressing up a lot, like kind of... Um, relating back to like Alice in Wonderland, which I think is like maybe they will collab because I don't see why he would do that otherwise. Um, but I think it will be 1989 because of what Harry's posting and what she's already said and the book because the book is obviously a huge deal and she wouldn't really make it look like Alice in Wonderland unless she was hinting at something. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, you guys have really swayed my opinion both directions because I don't really have a set one like which one I think will come next I kind of think either either or because there's such there's like super small hints at 1989 which make me think it'll be that but the more you guys describe like I feel like she is hinting at both of them so strongly to literally throw us off so that it literally could be either one so I mean I think I'm kind of in the middle I don't really think can I add one more evidence for yeah. um speak now in her post on Instagram about like her re-releasing red she was like the album um, is now mine, but it has always been ours. And mine and ours are both two songs on Speak Now. Okay. So. Okay, maybe it's Speak Now. I don't know. There's so many, guys. Yeah. There's so many things you could choose from. But for now, we're signing off. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.